Welcome to the Chamber Podcast. In this episode, we're discussing the well-being of home-based employees. We have a chartered occupational health physiotherapist joining us to provide some top tips. I'm Dan Harrison, Press and PR Manager at the Chamber. Hi, I'm Stuart Nottingham. I'm a registered occupational health chartered physiotherapist and work with BHSFOH. There are currently more people working from home than ever before, and while working from home presents the flexibility that many employees are seeking, uh, re- research carried out by BHSF shows that 58% of home workers receive no help or guidance from their employer on setting up a workstation that supports healthy posture. 37% also reported experiencing new back pain since working from home. So, Stuart, thank you for, for joining us on the Chamber podcast. Um, firstly, do, do employers have a responsibility when it comes to the health and well-being of their home workers? Yes, in exactly the same way as they have a duty of care to look after any employee, no matter what environment they're working in. Um, conversely, of course, the employee also has a duty of care to look after themselves in the environment which they find themselves working in. So in the context of home working, this means that the employee um, needs to have a workstation that is compliant to the uh, Health and Safety Executive um, DSE regs, that's Display Screen Equipment Regulations. Now, the the, the idea that some, everybody working from home must have a full desk and PC and you know a full desk sit-up it needn't necessarily be so. It's got to be a proportionate response to a proportionate uh, uh, time that you're working. So if you've got a sales rep who's on the road all day and then comes home and they've got an hour every evening they just need to do emails, the solution can be relatively simple. But if you've got somebody who's working full-time at their desk, say doing a call centre type work uh, from home, they need a little bit more sophisticated setup, more like a normal office. So it all depends on um, the the amount of time that they're spending and what kind of work they're doing as to what that response needs to be. I guess the word the word workstation may sound quite daunting to some some employers, especially that smaller smaller ones, but cost wise. Oh, absolutely. Uh, solutions needn't be expensive. And I say if you've just got somebody who's doing um, a few hours here and there, or a day at home um, um, every now and then. All you really need to be doing is looking at the laptop regulations, which say a laptop is a u- is a device for temporary use only. So if you're going to be using it for a long time, you need to put the laptop on a laptop stand so the screen is raised and use a separate keyboard and mouse. It's as simple as that. So the laptop stand is 30 or 40 pounds. Uh, mini keyboard is 10, 15 pounds and a mouse is a fiver. So we're not talking big expenditure to make something compliant. Uh, unless, of course, we've got somebody working full time from home, when you know we need to consider it in a little bit more scale. Sure, and um, BHS, BHSF's research highlighted that that home workers are perhaps being overlooked when it comes to working practice, practices such as setting up their workstation. So, what steps can employers take to to support their home workers' health and well being? Um, Well, the first thing they need to do um, is be legally compliant, and that means doing the risk assessment for them to work from home. Now, that risk assessment might not uh, be only the DSE assessment, the Display Screen Equipment Assessment. We also need to consider PAT testing, say, um, for the electrical equipment that is owned by the business that they're using at home. So maybe everybody's kit needs PAT testing every year, as it would be in the office. Uh, So... 
is say it's a case of do that risk assessment to actually define what the problem is and then you create the solution to solve the problem and you create that solution that's proportionate to the problem. Why, why do you think this has been overlooked by so many? That just a, a case of a like, attention to detail, perhaps. Uh, two reasons: out of sight and out of mind is probably a good one. Um, the second one is the concepts of agile working. You know, working in different locations is relatively new. And it's not specifically covered in the guidelines, which were written in 2002. The guidelines kind of predicted it was going to happen, but and kind of mention it in passing, but they don't go into detail because if you go back to 2002, working on laptops and, you know, the kind of working on smartphones, which are also covered on the regulations, uh, you just... You know, smartphones didn't exist, did they? (laughs) So the, the regulations are kind of outdated, uh, and are going to be revised at some point. So, that, so those two reasons are really why that you know it's it's overlooked at this point. But certainly, um, employers should be looking at performing this risk assessment in the same way as any other risk assessment that is legally compliant uh, that they do within their business. Sure. And you mentioned at the start that there's a responsibility on both sides. So, what can home workers do themselves to ensure that they're operating in a healthy way? Okay, well, this, the rules here are exactly the same as if you're working in an office or working from home. What we know is that sedentary um, life is bad for you. Yep, Health England guidelines now state that for every day you work in a sedentary role, you should be aiming to stand and move for around two hours with the aim of standing and moving for about four hours. Yeah, eventually that's the goal. But so, so that basically means getting up and moving regularly during the day. So um, the better way to do this is actually stand up for a few minutes every hour and move around every hour rather than going for a walk for an hour during lunchtime and things like that. Though that's still very valid. Yep. But the key is to get up and move regularly during the day. So it's the old rules that, you, that you're told in an office, but essentially, but you're just applying them in a home environment. Yes, and sometimes it's easier to do in a home environment. So um, say if you have a phone call and you're not taking uh, notes on the computer while you're having the phone call, why not stand up? Yeah, in an open plan office, that can be problematic. But in home, well, if you're on your own, who's, who's going to see? And just stand up and move around um, as much as you possibly can and not be pinned to the desk uh, is really good move. And you also use the phrase out of sight, out of mind. So I guess if you are a home worker, regular dialogue with your employer is also important. Absolutely it is. Um, For mental health issues for home workers are significant. So keeping in touch with colleagues, um, making sure that you meet regularly um, is absolutely critical for healthy working. What's also um, important for healthy working is the phrase don't suffer in silence. So if you have issues and you're feeling pain or you're feeling stressed, is make sure that you talk to your line manager, make sure you talk to your employer and to make, uh, to make them aware that you're having these issues and they can take appropriate action. Finally, we, we may have some, some listeners that are, that are tuning into this and they, they may feel this, this perhaps applies to them um, if they, they do work from, from home a lot. So how can they find out more? Okay, you can find out more um, by downloading our employer and employee ergonomic guides for home workers, which are available free at 
bhsfoh.co.uk forward slash musculoskeletal underscore guides. Shall I say that again? Yep, it's bhsfoh.co.uk forward slash musculoskeletal underscore guides. Musculoskeletal is one word. Thank you for listening to the Chamber Podcast. To hear more episodes, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Audio Boom or go to the latest news section of www.greaterbirminghamchambers.com. <laughs>